Welcome to a live preaching message from the Kadesh Family Church, Manhattan, New York City. Kadesh Family Church, Manhattan, is the Apache of the Kadesh Family Churches in North America, where the Word of God is imparted clearly, practically, and comprehensively for present-day living. Our aim is to provide solid foundation of Bible-based instruction to our church members, to equip them to preach and teach the gospel wherever they may be. Join us for a life-changing experience as you listen to this message. At any cost for Jesus Christ, I must plant a church and make it grow somehow. This is my mission, the work of God. But I need the anointing, the anointing breaks the yoke. Without the power I cannot overcome the world I know it's not by power, it is not by might But by the Spirit, the Spirit of God I can go I go without your presence I can preach if I'm preaching without your presence I can go if I go without your presence I can preach if I'm preaching without your presence There are times that I feel worthless There are times I feel so helpless How can God use a nobody like me? When I think of all my weaknesses, my failures I wonder what I could ever do for God So I've been praying and saying Lord, please choose another person Someone special and someone more qualified But the Lord insists that I must go for Him So I've been praying, and now I'm saying, I can go if I go without your presence. I can preach if I'm preaching without your presence. I can go.
I think he won the dancing competition. Junior, how are you? Wonderful. Well, you have a testimony for us. Bonjour tout le monde. Comment allez-vous? All right, so um, I just want to share with you good things that the Lord has done for me. Uh, sorry for the French accent, though. All right, so I'm trying to do. Uh, <laughs> All right, so um, we've been praying for good things, and um, our bishop, Bishop Dag, was praying. Uh, prophesy and everything, and also our father here, uh, Reverend Charles, was also prophesying, and I, the, uh, what I remember is, he said something, he said, this year, promotion is coming, and when he said that, I was like, uh, sorry, I was talking with um, brother uh, Yannick, and he told me, Junior, you know what, the other day, um, a prophecy came out. And as soon as Reverend said that, I just stood up and I said, this is mine. I take it. And when Reverend was saying, I was like, oh, I'm going to do like Yannick, you know. And when he said promotion, I stood up and said, this is mine. I take it. And I just believe and I say, in the name of Jesus Christ, I'm going to have it. I was working. It was I think, um, on Thursday, January after the, the, the 12th. I was working and I was patrolling because I worked for the NYPD. So... My coworker called me and he was like, Junior, where are you? I'm like, I'm, 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 I'm in the field right now, I'm patrolling. He was like, listen, I'm in one police plaza in the office with the, um, the traffic manager. I was really, he said, yeah. He said, I'm down, I'm in downtown and we are with these high rank and I see, I'm seeing a list and there is a name in it. Your name is on it. I'm like, really? I said, how? He said, yeah. I see, this, I see your name, Junior Zengi Manfred. I'm like, yeah, this is me. And he screamed. He was like, oh, my God. Bro, you have a promotion. I'm like, what? What are you talking about? He said, yeah, you've been promoted. I'm like, I don't believe you, man. You know, we have a roll call this morning, and he didn't tell us about it, so I don't really believe you. And he screamed again. He said, oh, your promotion is for tomorrow. I said, what? I said, no way. Bro, I don't believe you. You know what? So... And I kept, you know, I was patrolling, and when we finished, when I went back to the commands, and uh, the, exec uh, the, um, the executive officer came, the, the XO, and when she came, she called me, she was like, um, Mr. Nzengi, I said, yes, she said, tomorrow, you're not coming to work, you got to go downtown, One Post Plaza, you have a promotion. I was like, what? And I was like, no way. I said, oh, Rev. Oh, Rev, Rev, the prophecy, the good thing, I thank you for, so when I went home, I didn't even get a chance, I said to my wife, baby, I don't know what to do, but they said tomorrow I'm not working, I have to go downtown, promotion, I said, she was like, what? I said, yeah, and I'm, I'm, I'm like, that's so quick, and even everybody at the command was talking, they were saying, we've never seen that before, like a quick, like, nobody was expecting that. But that was so quick. It was so quick that even the, 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 the TM, the traffic manager was like, how in the world this never happened before? I've been in a job for so many years, but 
That promotion is, we don't get it. I said to myself, that's the good thing. That's it. So this is what I want to share with you guys. Wow. Everybody say, wow. Point your neighbor. Say, tomorrow. 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 You'll be promoted. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Wow. The Bible says that promotion does not come from the east, nor from the west, but it comes from what? From what? The north. It's from God. Hallelujah. And I think that some of you are due for promotions. You'll be promoted in Jesus' name. Is Rev is being promoted. We are also being promoted. What do you think? Oh, you've been at the same level for so long a time. Ten years, same income, same level. Tomorrow, you'll be promoted in Jesus' name. Why don't you rise to your feet? Let's invite Warren to the pulpit. Oh, come and put your hands together for the Lord. Wow. Whilst he, walk up, he walks up to the stage. Amen. Wow. Hallelujah. Wow. Let's sing, I expect a miracle. I expect a miracle today. Wow. Nothing is impossible. Sing it. Believe. Yes, sing it. I expect. Sing it again. I expect a miracle. I expect a miracle today. Nothing is impossible to those who believe and say. I believe God's word is still the same. God's word is still the same. But I expect a miracle today. For with God, for with God, nothing is impossible. Nothing is impossible. It's not possible to be impossible. For we know surely your things are made new. I expect. I expect a miracle today. Nothing is impossible to those who believe and say. Oh, Jesus. I believe. I believe. God's word is still the same. A miracle today. Hallelujah. Listen. Tell your neighbor the prophecy you believe. Prophecy you believe. Is the prophecy that will happen to you. Is the prophecy that will happen to you. Yeah. Practically. Expect promotion. Amen. I say expect promotion. Amen. Believe God for promotion. Amen. The prophecy you believe is a prophecy that will happen to you. Practically. Hallelujah. Receive promotion from that job. May you move up two levels. Expect a miracle. 
your mind and deliver you from every mental issue. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. He's a healing Jesus. Amen. Expect a miracle. 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 Nothing is impossible. I said somebody believed, he believed the promotion. And the boss said, ah, we have not seen this in this department before. Such a rapid promotion. I've been working here for years. I've not seen some before. May your promotion confuse those who are out there. I receive it. Hallelujah. Please take your seat and let's get into the word of God. By the way, the Josiah choir was fantastic. I say my boy, my boys were fantastic. Hallelujah. Amazing grace. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Wonderful. All right. Let's look at our memory verse. Oh, come, let me provide the offering, brother. Father, we thank you for this offering. We bless us in Jesus' name. Amen. Memory verse. Psalm 107, verse 8. Go. Oh, that man will praise the Lord for his goodness and for his wonderful works to the children of men. Psalm 107, verse 8. Again. So the first part said that all that men will praise the Lord for his goodness. Go. Let's say it again. And the second part said, and for his wonderful works to the children of men. And for his wonderful works to the children of men. And for his wonderful works to the children of men. So let's say one and two. Go. People praise God because of you. You didn't hear that one. May people praise God because of you. That you praise men for his wonderful works. When they see the miracles in your life, they'll give glory to God. Hallelujah. They'll clearly say that this is the doing of the Lord. And it's marvelous in our sight. Hallelujah. Wonderful. Last Friday night was a wonderful night. Some of you were not there. There was love in the atmosphere. People were happy. 
Some of you have been commenting on the pictures, but you know, it's your own doing. You could have come. So it's your problem. Next time, come. Hallelujah. It was so beautiful. Amen. Today, let's look at Joel chapter 3, verse 13 and 14. Joel 3, 13 and 14. Joel, the book of Joel. Joel 3, 13 and 14. Joel 3, 3, 3, 13, 14. Hallelujah. It says, put ye, in, put ye in the sickle. The harvest is ripe. Come, get you down, for the press is full. The fat overflow, for their wickedness is great. Verse 14. Multitudes, multitudes in the valley of decision. For the day of the Lord is near in the valley of decision. Let's read, everybody read verse 14 again. Go. Multitudes, multitudes in the valley of decision. For the day of the Lord is near in the valley of decision. Let's read it again. Go. Lord is near in the valley of decision. You know, today, I just, I've been preaching this, but today I want to talk about multitudes. And I'm talking about multitudes because, you know, you must know the times and the seasons. The Bible says that multitudes and multitudes are in the valley of decision. That's why they say, put in the sickle, for the harvest is ripe. Put in the sickle, for the harvest is ripe. You know, a very, I'm talking about this message today because I felt led to speak about it. So it's not even a series I'm preaching. I just felt to talk about it to the multitudes. Because you see, something significant has happened in our land. And if you are spiritual, you must know the atmosphere. You must know the times and the seasons. Hallelujah. See, I'm talking about the death of Reverend Billy Graham. That's significant. Hallelujah. Something significant has happened. And I think we must take a look at his life. A look at his life. That's what I'm talking about. Multitudes. Multitudes are in the valley of decision. And if... Anyway, he said, and I believe it so strongly, that one day you hear that Billy Graham is dead. Don't believe it said, one day you will hear that Billy Graham is dead. Don't believe it. I am more alive than ever. I've moved to eternal home. This is someone who has... This is... See, to think like that means you have perspective on eternity. He says, one day you hear that I'm dead. Don't believe it. I am more alive than ever. I've moved on. Yeah. Yeah. You see, that statement shows a person with a heart for eternity. That's why he said, I'm quoting his quotes. He says, we take our life so serious and take God less serious. But it should be the reverse. We should take God more serious and take our life less serious. Yeah. A lot of us are so serious with our life. 
but we take God less serious. That should be the rest. Take him serious and relax with your life. Hallelujah. Multitudes are in the valley of decision. A lot of people are not saved. People are going to hell. Multitudes. We all admire him because if the, if the, how beautiful are the feet of them who preach good news. One thing that he can say, he preached Christ and never changed. 200 and something million, he preached Christ. 15, preach Christ. Yeah. Multitudes. Multitudes are in the value of decision. Joel says multitudes. There is everybody sitting here who knows somebody who is not saved. You know somebody. Am I, am, is, it, is it true or not? Do you know someone who's not saved? Do you know someone who's not born again? I said, do you know? Many. Many. Look, most people don't go to church. They don't give a squat about church. Why do I say so? The evidence is clear. Monday morning, look at the traffic jam. Sunday morning, when we came, were there any traffic on the road? Thank you. Monday, try and drive on this road. What Pharaoh is calling? But Sunday morning, you are probably the only person who moved your car in your complex. When you were moving, everybody's car was packed. Multitudes are in the valley of decision. Multitudes. So the mistake they say he said the harvest is ripe. Put in the sickle. Let's go harvesting souls. How beautiful are the feet of them who bring good news. If you are talking about Ben M, that was Billy Graham. Beautiful, exciting, nice, and mood changing. I'm sure heaven was rejoicing because a hero has come home. A hero has arrived home. Yeah. To me, I followed all his codes because you see, everybody on their hero. I like him. I really like him. I like Billy Graham. I read about him. Studied for his quotes. What he stood for. 99 years without a scandal. A lot of preachers, by the time they meet, there's a scandal about them. Yeah. Preach the gospel. Live the simple life. He said, let the prisoners in Angola, Louisiana, make my coffin. Buried in a simple coffin. Just put a cross on it. Nail it on it. I'm on my way home. Yeah. His son asked him, Daddy, when you die, what should we put on your tomb? He said, Right preacher. That's it. Right preacher. Yeah. Multitudes. So put in the circle. That is why last week I was excited when Bishop launched Ben M. Because another person whose heart is after soul is Bishop Dagwood Mills. Multitudes! <laughs> maybe that's what it is. Yeah, it's a handover, maybe. So as Bishop, as Billy Graham hit the 200, how many, what was it? 215 mark, and he went home. Bishop launched the 100 million last week. 
We started. So I see no reason why you should not be a partner. Beautiful! Look, you have to understand spiritual things. So. As he hid the 250 and went home, someone else launched the 100 million. But has changed multitudes. Beautiful! Exciting! Nice! And mood changing. This is what made God happy. Hallelujah. Preaching the gospel. Hallelujah. Yeah. Let me tell you something. Allow me to speak. You know, I'm flowing, you know. Bishop was telling us. I also read it. I also read on the news that there was a prophecy against a very popular artist that is going to die in Ghana. Where you come from? In Ghana, where you come from? And the prophet said that to avert the death, go and make a donation to an orphanage. If you don't give a donation to an orphanage and do some gospel music, maybe to stop the death. So that, that was the remedy. God, he said, well, when you do that, God will be happy with you. Maybe I don't know. Maybe it's right. Maybe, I don't know. I don't know. But when I read the Bible, what made God happy? What really made God happy? Is the return of the lost son. When the prodigal son came home, the father threw a party. Souls coming home makes the father happy. <laughs> Multitudes. Hallelujah. Are in the value of decision. You see, people need the Lord. Hallelujah. As I hear me, yeah, people need the Lord. Multitudes. See, and let me go back on the, what Bishop launched last week. The 100 million souls. See, the 100 million souls that he launched, vision to, to save 100 million souls, that's the next phase of the project. So it's called the Ben M. Beautiful, exciting, nice, which is in Romans. How beautiful are the feet of them who preach good news. So it has two components. That you'll be a partner to it financially, which I'm sure most of us do, healing Jesus. But more importantly, you see, more importantly, I'm talking to you today, it's good to give your money, but also be involved yourself physically. Win souls. Pray for the project. And in your personal life, be an evangelist. Invite people, multitudes. Many people are in the valley. They are undecided. Either to go here and there, and you are keeping quiet. Multitudes are in the valley. Speak and ship them to eternity. <laughs> hallelujah. I said, Hallelujah. So yes, we are going to support it, but we are also going to win souls. I said we are also going to what? Win souls. We are going to do outreaches. Whether it is organized by the church or, or by your fellowship, you need to go out. Look, there's more room in the church. The church is not full at all. There's more room. There's more room. We can we, see multitudes, multitudes are in the value of decision. More. There's more room. If this church has a hundred member choir, it's still too small. If the prayer warriors here are 55, it's still too small. Multitudes. Hallelujah. Let's touch. You see, we're all, you see, as they were driving the caskets, 
from Asheville to people were just clapping. Why were they clapping? He's not a president. He didn't invent anything. But they could see, and even even earth, we were clapping for him. Can you imagine heaven? Even in that, people were, people were coming, clapping. Because a hero. Multitudes. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. You know, it's a short message. I'm just talking about what happened. That's all. Multitudes. A lot of people are tossed between life and death. And they are waiting for you to speak. But you are, you, are, you are hitting yourself. And I pray, it's my prayer, I pray that one day when we get to heaven, we will not be disappointed. You will not be disappointed. God said, do you? you see? You, this person. You, this person. You, this person. And you kept quiet. You preserved your dignity and your political correctness. If they can joke and laugh about pornography at workplace, why can't you talk about Christ? If people can pass silly jokes and comfortable, why can't you talk about Jesus? If they can tell you, if they can tell you how many bottles they drank last night, why can't you tell them the church you went last night? Multitudes are in the valley of decision. Swing the sickle. You see, he said the harvest is ripe. See, the harvest is ripe. And the sickle is like a cutting instrument, you know. So, so just swing it. It's ripe. But you are holding your sickle. Cursed is every man who put his sword and takes the away from blushing. You are putting your sickle, your dignity, your personality, how people perceive you. By the way, it will be to your own group of people who know that you are a believer. It will be to your own advantage if people know that you are a Christian. Because a lot of nonsense will be taken away from you. And it will put you in check against your hypocrisy. It will put you in check against your own hypocrisy. Because this is not Monday, Sunday Christian, but uh, Wednesday. No. Christianity is Sunday to Sunday. Every day. Not Monday Christian, but Tuesday night, another human being. It will put you in check. Yeah, it will check you. Multitudes. Hallelujah. Look, let's do what makes the Father happy. Amen. Are you going to be partners of Benem? I'm asking you, are you going to be partners of Benem? You don't understand. Benem means beautiful, exciting. from Romans. Beautiful, exciting, nice, and mood changing. What changes? What makes God beautiful? What is beautiful to God? What is exciting to God? What is nice? And it's in Romans. How beautiful are the feet of them? Hallelujah. Don't, 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 see, don't be deceived that the church is big and many, many people are saved. That's the opposite. Many people are not saved. That's what the Bible says, multitudes. 
Hallelujah. Many people, look, the Bible says, hell, wide has opened his mouth. Hallelujah. See, and by the way, when you, by the way, when you change an important person's mood, he blesses you. Hallelujah. I had, uh, I think last week or last two weeks ago, last week I had on the news that um, Jay-Z was celebrating his birthday. Right? It was Jay-Z. And he spent hundred million, uh, hundred thousand dollars. He spent hundred thousand dollars, huh? Eleven thousand on tips, hundred thousand. He because he was in a happy mood. One tip was eleven thousand. One night, all the entourage, his bodies come because Jay Z is happy, and once Jay Z is happy, money is not a problem. He flew hundred thousand because Jay Z is happy in town. Blue hundred one night. I'm a hundred thousand. That's your salary. Some of you is your salary for one year. Some is two years. May a hundred thousand become your salary for six months. You know what I said? I said may a hundred thousand become your salary for six months. Even some of you three months. Some of you monthly. Monthly, I say monthly, hundred k monthly. But Jesse blew it one night because he was happy, because his mood has changed. He was in a happy mood. The waiter who served him, I mean, eleven thousand tip, eleven thousand, because somebody with money was happy. You see. The, the point is that when an important person is in a happy mood, that's when he gives gifts. And the Bible said that when souls are worn, when the prodigal son came home, the father was happy and he threw a party. When, when you bring people in souls, God is happy with you and throws a party for you. Yeah. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. How beautiful are the feet of them. That preached good news. Amen. And there is more. Hallelujah. You know, you see, I, I want to take away some myth. The first myth is that we don't need a church to be big. That's a lie. That's a lie. Oh, this, oh, you know, the church was very nice when we were small. Everybody knew everybody. Let me tell you something. It's a myth. You can still, I mean, we believe in small groups cell groups and fellowships. But the church of Jesus Christ was a big church. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. The early church was a big church. I'll show you some scriptures for those of you who think I'm saying the truth. March 25. 25. Quickly, please, if you are showing the scripture, quick. Go to the lot of scriptures. And they followed him. Great multitude of people. Follow him what? Few or great? Few or great? Great number of people from Galilee and from Decapolis and from Jerusalem and from Judea. Everywhere Jesus went, the crowd was thick. Matthew 8 1. 
Matthew 8, 1. When he was come down from the mountain, great multitudes. That's why when I was so happy, every time Billy Graham, the stadiums were full. They were showing everywhere the stadiums were full. Healing Jesus, everywhere Bishop that goes, the, the place is full. Multitudes! Because people want to hear the gospel. That's the multitudes. Hallelujah. Matthew 9, 8. Matthew chapter 9, verse 8. But when the multitudes saw it, when the multitudes saw it, they marveled and glorified God, which had given such power unto men. When the multitudes saw it. When the multitudes saw it. I say, when the multitudes saw it. You see, there is something about the multitude. Okay, I'll, come, I'll talk about it. You see, the Bible said that such power. There's something about the crowd. Or a mega church. You see, more miracles are seen in a large crowd. The reason be that in a large crowd, you bring your faith. I bring my faith. I bring my faith. So the faith is multiplied. That's why you see miracles. Hallelujah. The more people believe, the more miracles are seen. Because there's an atmosphere of faith. A large crowd generates an atmosphere of faith. Are you hearing me, church? As I hear me, church. Yeah. Multitudes. Power is seen. Multitudes. A mega church even brings connections. Do you know that? Do you know that? More connections. Some of you, the reason why so, yeah, maybe the reason why you're not married is because the church is not big enough. So your type is not here. <laughs> I said, some of you, the reason why you're not married, it's not, it's not because you are some way. You are not some way, but your type has not arrived. So as we get bigger, your type will be in there. Yeah. I said, your type will be in there. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about, mega church. 25 reasons for a mega church. So you find your type in there. You may find your business partner in there. Yeah. You may find your employer in there. Hallelujah. Yeah. Multitudes. You'll find it in there. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Yeah. Multitudes. In the valley. You'll be surprised that the you will win become your your future employee. You sit down quietly. You will be surprised that as you bring him in, he's your future husband. Multitudes. Hallelujah. Look, I'm talking about soul winning. Okay. Church, are you hearing me? Are you hearing me? Matthew chapter 9, verse 33. And when the devil was cast out, the dumb speak, and multitudes marveled, saying, 
it was never seen so. So what was that? Everywhere Jesus grew, there was a crowd. Multitude. Like when he moved, the crowd followed him. And when they, and marveled, saying, you can't see, they can't see. Marvel saying, it's never been so in Israel. Hallelujah. May you see outstanding miracles. I said, may you see outstanding miracles. Hallelujah. Yeah. Luke 5, 13 to 15. I'm showing you all the scriptures. I just want to prove to you that large crowds was the characteristics of the early church. Luke 5. 13 to 15. And he put forth his hand and touched him, saying, I will be thou clean. And immediately the leprosy departed from him. Jesus was in the verse 14. And he charged him to tell no man, but to go and show thyself to the priest and offer thyself the cleansing according to Moses' commandment for a testimony unto him. Verse 15. But so much the more went there a fame abroad of him. And great multitudes. Great mon- came together to hear and to be healed of him of the infirmities. Great multitudes to hear and to be healed. Hallelujah. I said, Hallelujah. I said, Hallelujah. I said, Hallelujah. May you be healed. May you, as you hear, may you be healed. I said, As you hear, may you be healed. May chronic sicknesses end in our church. I say, may chronic diseases end in our church. As you come, may you hear and be healed. They came to hear and to be healed. Hallelujah. I said, hallelujah. There's an anointing. Let me show you a true city church. Acts chapter 13. Acts chapter 13. Now, no, let, let's, let's start from verse number 43. Acts 13, 43. 43. Now, when the congregation was broken up, many of the Jews and religious proselytes followed Paul and Barnabas, who speaking to them, Persuaded them to continue in the grace of God. 44. And the next Sabbath day came almost the whole city together to hear the word of God. The next Paul and Paul, when we went to, the next Sabbath the Sunday, the whole city almost came to hear. That is, you see, so I'm talking about a church that so like we say on Sunday. Almost the whole of, can you imagine New York, New York City coming to church? Almost the whole city. Almost the whole city. Can you imagine? Almost the whole city. Came to church. Almost the whole city. And the next Sabbath they came, the whole city had to hear the word of God. Multitudes are in the valley of decision. If only you open your mouth, you will direct them the right way. Almost the whole city. And we cannot even get our, 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 uh, half of our neighborhood to come to church. 
Almost the whole city came to hear. Almost the whole city. It means the Hispanic came. The Jamaicans came. The Anglo-Saxon came. The Gabonese came. The African came. Almost the whole city. City church. City church. City church. Almost the whole city. Because multitudes are in the valley of the world. is multitudes. Not few. The word is multitude. Crowds are in the valley of decision. Let me tell you something. People may look all strong, all polished up, all matured, but deep down, that's emptiness. They may look strong on the outside, but they are broken on the inside. Multitudes are in the valley. They come out and they look all put together. But I tell you, all put together is only on the outside. Inside is broken. And by the way, we live in an age. You see, let me tell you something. We live in an era and an age that you will be deceived if you follow the outward. The world that we live in, maybe 20 years ago, you can believe the outward a little bit. But today, today, the world that we live in, if you believe the outward, you are deceived. Because from the head to the toenail, it's all from the store. <laughs> I'm preaching. I mean, maybe 20, 20 years ago, you can believe the outward, but today in this world, you are deceived if you, if you regard people based on the outward. Because the hair is from India. Or Peruvian. The, the eyelashes is from Guatemala. <laughs> the, the, uh, the eye, the, 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 the color of the eye is from, from Korea. <laughs> what else? The nails are from where? China. The breast. As you see, the breast fully pumped up. It's all silicone from Silicon Valley. <laughs> totally silicone. Even the backside. Even the backside. It's from Mexico. Fully silicone. The backside. Yes. The nails. The face, either you are seeing, that is smooth. It is more like, the person is more like Leonardo, it's, 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 the person is more like the Leonardo da Vinci painted, master artist. <laughs> yes, not even Leonardo da Vinci can, pace, can paint like that. Contour, contour. One lady called my wife, she will be happy with me, but I'm saying it. Why let me call my wife? He said, Why are you so in the car? So, so oh, I'm trying to put my makeup on the car. I said, Oh, no, 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 no. I can't do my makeup in the car because in the car your hands shake. And when I'm doing my makeup, I must sit behind the mirror. I cannot do my makeup in the car because the handshake is like a, an artist painting. The handshake can. <laughs> no, 
what she told me. I said, hey! It's an art. It's like you are, you are painting. Your hand has to be still. So you can take the, So if you are in the car, no, 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 no. He said, ah, how are you doing? You, I was telling my wife, why are you doing your makeup in your car? No, no, it doesn't look nice. Your hand has to be still. <laughs> so if you go by the outward in this day and age, you are totally deceived. Yeah. That's why there was a comic in, there was a story in Egypt. A man sued a wife. Oh, he sued a wife. It was a true, I don't know what's a true story, but I saw it in the news. He sued a wife for fraud. Because after he married and went to the home, and the woman started saying, Total deception. Church, are you hearing me? So if you want to go by the outward, you are deceived. Are you hearing me? As people look all put together, you don't know the pain inside. Multitudes are in the valley of decision. Yes. Yeah. Sometimes even as they are screaming at work, it's out of their pain. Like they say, hurting people hurt. So this boss who is very nasty, he probably has a serious problem at home. That's why it's... They say, hurting people hurt people. Why don't you tell him the gospel? Beautiful. Beautiful. Speak to somebody. Tell them there is a God of peace. It's a God of salvation. This is what makes the father happy. This is what excites the father. This is what makes the father throw a party. And he threw a party. He was beside himself. Because the lost son has come home. Kill the fatted cow. Let's make merry. Because this is my son who's lost has come up. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. That's what the father threw a party. Say, kill, 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 kill. Say, bring, bring, a, bring, bring a ring. Put it on his finger. Bring a robe. Put it on his robe. Let's make a party. I mean, what? You see? Listen, the father here represents God. Okay? That represents, it represents God. The son represents the lost human race. And it means that one thing that makes God, God goes beside himself. God was so excited. The father was so excited. He was so excited that he had to even go and apologize to the older brother. Who was a proper brother. Proper Christian. But the father was happy that the lost one has come home. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Yeah. Multitudes. The father was happy. Let us not let us not end our Christianity with right and wrongs. It's good to be right and wrong. Christianity is about I don't do this, I don't do that. That's okay. But beyond I don't do this, I don't do that. What are you doing for the father? No, no, that's what I don't do, I don't do that. Yes, it's okay. Because the Bible says that Paul said, after I, I keep my body under, that after I preach to others, I myself will not be a castaway. So, okay, so me, I'm winning souls, but I'm sleeping around. Oh, the people will be saved, but you will go to hell. <laughs> but that's not even the point. The point is that Christianity is not about what I do and what I don't do, but the Father. What makes the Father happy? 
souls of men. The souls of men. Hallelujah. That's why I say, how beautiful. Say, so bring the fatted cow. Put it because they lost some. Look. It's a short message. Because I because I'm preaching this message. Yeah. Let us purpose in our hearts to make the father happy. Let us purpose in our it is important to make see wherever you are, make the most important person happy. That's all. That's all. And if you value your life, and you know the one who gives you oxygen, he gives you uh, water, he gives you blood, it's God. Then purpose in your heart to make him happy. Because when the heart of the king is in the hands of the Lord, when God is happy with you, like they say, if God be for you, who can be against you? And what makes God, you see, once again, you don't decide what makes God happy. Okay? Are you hearing me? Or for that reason, don't ever determine to, you don't decide what makes somebody happy. That's a mistake a lot of people make. Don't make the mistake of thinking that this will make him happy. No. That's the mistake we all make. You should never say, oh, if, if he gets this, he will be happy. Everybody wants to make them, makes them happy. You cannot tell me what should make me happy. I know what makes me happy. That's what I like. Is that all you want? Yes, that's what I want. Don't decide what makes other, you see, which <laughs> unfortunately is the number one problem in marriage. Mm. Unfortunately, the, 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 the deception that I know what makes you happy. It's a deception. So you think that if I do this for you, you should be happy. No. I don't like it. You think that, oh, if I give you uh, jollof rice with a... Uh, Fried plant, uh, fried plantain, and I, and I, and 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 I went to the market and I spent so much time to do this for you, so you should be happy. You see, the father, you put time and energy in it that's not make me happy. Maybe I'll be happy. Just buy me a beggar down the road. I'll be happier than it. So the father, you put effort into it. That's no mean. And that's why you say, well, you are ungrateful. No, 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 I'm ungrateful. You. That's not what I want. <laughs> yeah. Are you hearing me? You must know. Oh, hey, I stood on my feet all day and I've cleaned the house and I've cooked and, and, and when you came, you didn't really appreciate it. No. That's not what made me happy. At all. That's not what makes me happy. What he was expecting, he, he couldn't care less how the dirty the, the, the kitchen was, how much the sink was. All, what he was thinking about, you come, you bath, lingerie in the bed. I don't care about the kitchen. That's what makes him happy. <laughs> mm. He would have been more happy with the house unclean, but the bed nicely perfumed. <laughs> Yeah. 
Then you are looking at me. Ask him what. You see, that's why you have to take your time and ask him, what do you want? Yes. That's why you have to take your time. So don't make palm no soup for him on Sunday because you want palm no soup. Ask him, what do you want to eat? For all you know, look, I'm preaching. Look, you don't know. You see, for all you know, what he was looking for was to come home. Because when he came home, yes, the house is very clean. Everything is done. But as soon as he sat down with you to watch a movie, you know, look, demons. Hmm? Because I'm talking about demons. You don't want to kill me. I bind you in Jesus' name. Yeah. Demons. Traumatic brain injury. Yes. But it's, it's probably a problem. Because, you see, as soon as you sat down with, with him, no, you are snoring. And he's annoyed. Because I've come home, I'm tired. What I'm looking for was someone to sit down, relax, watch a movie, and chat. But you spend the whole day running up and that's why you are tired. I'm teaching. What did the man want was that? And, and sometimes that's how we treat God. We think we can do something to make God happy. We determine what should make God happy. God says no. It's not what you think makes me happy. What makes me happy is when the lost child comes home. Hallelujah. Yeah. 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 Hey, Reverend, so are you saying that we shouldn't clean the house? We should... Please. Please, that's not what I said. What I said is, ask him, what do you want? This week, he may say, leave the dishes. Next week, he may say, do the dishes. Just ask him, what? <laughs> Hallelujah. Yeah, that's what makes God happy. Amen. And puts God in a good mood. Hallelujah. Yeah. Yeah. And when, look, when God is happy, you see, when God is happy, God blesses you. Amen. Let's look at this interesting parable about what we should about. Luke, story, Luke chapter 5. Luke chapter 5, verses 1 to 7. Let me read the story quickly. And it came to pass, out of a great multitude, that as the people pressed upon him to hear the word of God, he stood by the lake of Gennesaret and saw two ships standing by the lake. But the fishermen were gone out of them and were washing their nets. And he entered into one of the ships, which was Simon's, and prayed him that he should trust out a little from the land. And he sat down and taught the people out of the ship. And when he had left speaking, he said unto Simon, launch out into the deep and let down your nets for a draught. And Simon answered said unto him, Master, we have toiled all night and have taken nothing. Nevertheless, at thy word, I will let down the nets. And when they had done this, 
they enclosed a great multitude of fishes and their net break. And they beckoned unto their partners, which were on the other ship, that they should come and help them. And they came and filled their full both their ships, so that they began to sink. Net breaking, both sinking prosperity. This is a very, I this is a very interesting story. You see, Jesus Junior, Jesus wanted to want to preach, and as as usual, the crowd was thick. So because the crowd was a lot, they were pressing on him. So there was no way he could communicate because there was no platform for him to stand on. So he saw two ships and said, oh, hello, excuse me, excuse me. Who is the owner of this ship? Then Peter said, oh, man, that's my boat. He said, please, can I use your boat? Peter said, sure, why not? Use it. Please, can I use your boat? Please, can I use your boat? I'm working. I'm working. I need help from you. Please, can I use your boat? Peter said, sure. Why not? Get on the boat. So he went and used the boat as a pulpit. As a platform. And after he used the boat to do what he wanted to do, which belonged to Peter, Jesus Christ being a civil, civil, appreciative, respected human being, decided to say thank you. Because when somebody does something good to you, you say what? And I was listening to that message. Apparently, thank you varies in culture to culture. Every culture and the way they say thank you. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Apparently, I was told that, yes, every culture and the way they say thank you. I was told that in the gang culture, when they, do, when they do something for them, early in the morning, let's say you do something good for somebody, in the gang, gang etc. You do something good for somebody, early in the morning, 5 o'clock, they'll pick up, they'll, they'll pick up a, call, a, a, a call or, and so, to say, for what you did for us last night, we thank you. Oh, you are done. Nice. That's their culture. They'll call you. And I was told that in the Ashanti culture, they didn't have a higher version of it. They, they don't call you. They will send elders to go to the house. Yes. They, they, don't, they actually send elders to the house to say that what you did for us last night, we are coming to say thank you. And I'm sure there's someone in your culture too. What did they do? Huh? What did they do when they say thank you? Huh? In Gabon, what did they say to say thank you? You don't know? They just say thank you. They, they just call say thank you. They don't even come. In Jamaica, what did they do? In Jamaica, they send food. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, they, Jamaica. they send food for the other people. You see that? So Jamaicans, they don't... Jamaica, bring the mic. I want to hear the Jamaican one. Yeah, man. What do they do in Jamaica? So in Jamaica, when something nice has happened, huh? you don't just say, oh, thanks here. Like, oh, you don't just say thanks. Later on, uh -huh. you go home, you prepare something, uh -huh. and you make sure that this comes quickly. Like, it shouldn't take like a month uh -huh. or thank you for that that happened last month. It should be 
within that week. Like, oh, thank you. You send some curry goat, expensive meat, like goat, yeah. oxtail. Don't send chicken. It's <laughs> you. <laughs> goat meat, oxtail, like, you know, sorrel, nice drinks and stuff like that. To, go and say thank you. to say thank you. Or invite that's, you over. That's Jamaican way of saying thank you. So apparently, I mean, it's a common thing that people do culturally. Among the Ashanti, you're supposed to say it before the cock crows. Or at the time the cock crow, whatever it is. It's me. So when you hear the cock say cock crow, it is me saying. So every tribe has, because you see, saying thank you. See, it shows appreciation. And even brings healing. He healed nine, he healed ten. One came back to say thank you. And said, because you came to say you are made whole. So Jesus Christ also has a way of saying thank you. And in Jesus Christ's culture of saying thank you, they don't send elders. <laughs> are you hearing me? His way of saying thank you was that, you see, everybody, Jesus Christ's way of, they don't send, they don't send uh, Aki and Kerry. To, no. Jesus Christ's way of saying thank you to Peter was since you have allowed me to use your boat, my way of saying thank you is I bless you. My way of saying thank you is I bless you. So suddenly, he said, cast your net. Suddenly, I bless you. Because you allowed me to use your boat for my work. My, my form of thank you is I bless you. Because some people, their thank you is only words. Some of them, they test, thank you is text message. Oh, they don't even say the whole thank you. Thanks. TKS. <laughs> TKS. TKS. Uh, T, now, now it's what? TX. TX. That's your way of saying things. But Jesus Christ, in his culture, in his kingdom, in where he came from, his thank you that I bless you. Church, listen. As you make the father happy, he will say thank you. As you make the father happy, he will say thank you. And his thank you is beyond any thank you you can think of. I say his thank you is beyond, his thank you is beyond Jesus' thank you. His thank you is neck breaking, boat sinking, Blessings. I say net breaking, boat sinking, blessing. You see, there's something called net breaking. The blessing is so much that you cannot contain it. You have to share it. Boat sinking that if you don't call somebody, you can't chop it alone. See, blessing that you can eat alone is not a blessing. There's your blessing now. You will. No. There is something called boat sinking. The blessing is so much you have to call others to help. Yeah. I always say this story. Lady Pastor Hannah. Hannah Brock. You heard me say before. I wish to work with Lady Pastor Hannah Brock. He's now in uh, Orlando. I was a, a medical officer. She was a nurse in Kolebu. And we were working on duty at the You tell me. We were on duty at the same time. And the patient came in, decay, diabetic decay. And some rough, some, they just dropped me up there. Listen. 
they dropped me off in the, in the accident center, and I was the one on duty. And somehow, you know, I revived the guy. I gave him the fluids, insulin, everything, and she came back. No, DK, like you're almost dead. So she came back, and they will move. As soon as you, as soon as you don't understand. Diabetic. Oh, you don't understand. Okay, sorry. Okay, okay. Diabetes that has gone to coma. Sorry, sorry. I, do, I forgot there are a lot of students here. So after, the, after I gave me the insulin and the fluids, the guy revived. So we moved him from the emergency room to the floor. This was on the night. So in the, in the morning, as we were on the floor, doctor said, somebody wants to see you. I said, oh, really? Then I was told, the brother of the guy that we revived wants to see me. Not knowing that the brother was a mogu. Hey, not breaking. <laughs> but sinking. So when he came, he was, uh, can I get a briefcase? He was holding a briefcase. This is too classy. I can't carry it. I fear. <laughs> he was holding a briefcase. He said, can I come to the office with you? I said, okay. Went to the doctor's office. And he sat down. And when we sat down, he opened the briefcase. <laughs> Carry the money like this. When he gave me the money, my heart began to sink. I mean, both sinking. <laughs> I said, man. This one, both sinking, not breaking. So as soon as he left the office, I went to see Hannah. Because Hannah was working with me. He was not with me in the emergency room. I did the whole work in the emergency room. But on the, as soon as I went to see her, I said, look. The morning that the guy, I was afraid. I have to give her some. I actually give her. <laughs> I actually carried some of this challenge. This one, let's say. I mean, they beckon their brothers. Some prosperity, you can't chop it alone. You will have to share with other people. May you receive both sinking prosperity. I mean, the prosperity. As soon as that money comes, you, you need your school fees to be paid. You, <laughs> you'll be calling people whether they want school fees to be paid. As of now, when they call you about money, you are angry. You haven't prospered. There's a prosperity. You'll be looking for people to bless them. You'll be, be calling. And that's what happens. And that's what God can do for you. If you get involved in this work. Yeah. I call it as a lolo. This one, they come. There's a tear some. Yeah, take some. Tear some. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. That, that was an net breaking boat sinking. God can bring you to a place. Your problem will be who can I help? May that be your testimony. I say, may that be your testimony. As you serve him, as you turn multitudes into the right direction, stand up to your feet and let's close. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Holy Spirit. To be pleasing you, pleasing you. Yes, Lord. This is all I really want to do, to be pleasing you, pleasing you. This is all I really want to do. Oh. 
Master has a way of saying thank you. He says, I rejoice. I rejoice. At the turn of the sinner. When the sun has come home, Lord. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Holy so Spirit. Lord, I want to live my life thank you, Holy Spirit. You. We thank you this afternoon. The Bible says you rejoice on the return of the lost son. So long as the son is out there wishing the father is not happy. Father, may we be instruments that makes you happy by causing the lost soul to come home. Multitudes are in the value of decision. May we help them, direct them the right way. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit, that we may please you, that we may make you happy. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. For the Father is not happy so long as the Son is lost. The Father is never happy so long as the son is lost. What makes the father happy is the return of the lost son. May we have the return of the lost son to make you happy. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Please you. This is what I really want to do. Thank you, Holy Spirit. With every head bowed and every eye if you are here this afternoon, you are not born again. The father is not happy. The father is never happy when a soul is not saved. That is why he leaves the 99 and go for the lost ship. And apart from the father not being happy, yeah, because the father is not happy because he knows it will not end well with you. He's not happy because he knows it will not end well with you. So this afternoon, Man or woman, boy or girl, new or old, English or francophone, if you're born again, if you are not saved, there is room. You are the reason why God sent his son. You are the reason why God sent his son. So that you come back home, that you will be saved. He paid the price of his dear son for salvation for you and I. So with every head bowed and every eye closed, please lift up your hand and I'll pray for you. I'm talking about salvation now. You want to make sure. You just want to make sure. Make sure that you are going to heaven and not hell. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Father, we thank you for salvation this afternoon. Let none perish. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Wonderful. Put your hands together for the Lord and be seated. <laughs> Hallelujah. No father or mother is really happy when their child gets lost. Yeah. That's why, see, I want to, that is why the Bible said the father in this story was standing outside. 
and saw the son coming from afar. It means all along that the boy was lost, the father was not happy. That's why he was thin by the gate. You see, and if you are a real parent, you understand what I'm saying. Sometimes when you hear people that, oh, this is your boy, leave him alone. He cannot waste all your money. Those are uncles. If you are a real father, you will still want to do whatever you want to do. When you hear that, oh, no, I mean, one child, ah, I mean, enough is enough. He's wasting too much time and too much money. Don't you have other children? You, see, you are not a father, you are an uncle. Because if you are a real father, no matter how far your child is, your heart is always with him. Yeah. And it's the same, same with aunties. You see, every time you go for an engagement and you see the brother price, they bring it. And you hear people talking. Uh, maybe usually the groom, the man's family come and say, oh, it's too much. Can you reduce it? Do you understand? Usually that's what they come and say. The, the, the woman's family will bring the bride price. Then the man's, the man's family will send a petition that, oh, it's too much. Can you reduce it a little bit? Then you hear some people, look, if you cannot pay, let him go. If you cannot pay, let him go. I mean, we are, I mean uh, if, after all, we are, we are, I mean, our, our daughter's not that cheap. If you cannot pay, let him go. Usually they are the aunties. The mother is usually quiet. The mother is always quiet. It's the aunties who talk like that. Oh, if you can't marry her, let her go. They are aunties. Because if it's your real daughter, you know how important the marriage is. You will bend backwards to do accept it. So every time you hear those things, it's uncles and aunties. A real parent, a real parent, no matter how far your child, you may be angry, you may be annoyed, you may be irritated, but at the back of your heart, you still want that boy back home. Yeah. This reflects the heart of the father. Hallelujah. And may we be people who will change the mood of the father. Tell us a neighbor. Multitudes. Multitudes are waiting for you. Make the father happy. Say, make the father happy. Tell the person. Net breaking, both sinking, prosperity is in store for you. Yeah. That's what it is. Lift up your hand and receive a blessing. Father, I thank you for this congregation. May our focus be right. May our emphasis be right. May our actions be right. May we please the Father. May we please the Father. May, we, may our activities make the Father happy. And Father, thank you for next breaking, both sinking prosperity. Prosperity that we have to share with somebody else. Let that be our portion. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Wonderful. We hope that you've been blessed. Come join us for any of our services. Contact us on lci.newyork at gmail.com and visit us on the web at www.lcimanhattan.com.